Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Coming up, the second hour of Oilers Now, we will hear. From former Oilers captain and now the former head coach of the Kelowna Rockets, Jason Smith, the current GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Kurt Hill. I'm going to get to a ton of your texts, maybe even time for a call or two. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, trusted by 630 Chad. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift cards to the Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown Northside, and Sherwood Park. Uh, By the way, we've got over 150 texts on Ed Whalen since we mentioned the fact that uh, we were talking about how tough every guy named Gallant was, and somebody brought up Hubert Gallant from Stampede Wrestling. Of course, Gordy Gallant, legendary uh, tough guy in the World Hockey Association. Gerard Gallant, tough as nails NHLer. Uh, Brett Gallant, who's a AHL uh, undersized heavyweight. And then somebody brought up Hubert Gallant, the Shediac sensation who became the New Brunswick bum, and that led me to, can you remember the name of the legendary Calgary Stampede Wrestling uh, play-by-play voice who would also do the Flames? And we've got hundreds of texts, so we'll get to those as well. Uh, well, I, I, he, I know he's wrestled some bears in his time, uh, and he's been kind enough to join us uh, after less than two days ago. Uh, being relieved of his duties as the head coach of the Kelowna Rockets, which for me was quite surprising, and I'd heard some rumblings that maybe things weren't going great in Kelowna to start the year, but our next guest, former Edmonton Oilers captain Jason Smith, had had 45 and 43 win seasons in back-to-back years in Kelowna. And Kelowna used to be a really stable organization. They have had a number of coaches over the last several years. We welcome back to the show Jason Smith. Hi, Jason. How you doing? Very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for uh, taking time to join us here. So, 
You know, Bruce Hamilton, one of the real power mongers in uh, junior hockey. We all know that. Probably the most powerful owner in the Western Hockey League. Colonus hosting the 2020 Memorial Cup. And I just, Jason, like you know I'm a big uh, junior guy, and there's a natural evolutionary cycle that takes place with teams. And I looked at your team, and I said, well, of course they're not going to be as good this year. They've just had two pretty good years. Went third round a couple of years ago. Uh, lost in the opening round last year, but you lost Dylan Dubé. You lost uh, Cal Foote. You lost Colleen. Uh, those were your three best players. They moved on to pro, which is part of what you do as a coach. So did you not think that maybe you guys were going to go through a little bit of a rebuild this year, Jason? Well, I think, obviously, we we had conversations and, and talked in the last season, and going into this year, we we knew that the the turnover in the team and and the change was was going to be big, and and it would be uh, you know a different challenge for, for us as coaches and as an organization to you know to move forward. I think uh, we expected you know some tough times, and and uh, obviously didn't get off to a great start, but I think we were we were making progress and and the coaches and we were putting time in and, and we were getting better. I think, uh, you know, the record to start the year wasn't, uh, wasn't what it was and necessarily earned. I think we could have had some more wins and maybe the situation would have turned out different, but I know we were trending the right way and, uh, you know, it's disappointing not to be able to see, see it through and, and see what direction and where we would have ended the year. I know the start wasn't great, but I was truly confident and believed that we'd be in a good spot at the end of the year. Well, uh, my neutral scouting uh, reports that I got were that you guys weren't very good in the first six games, but the last eight games or so you'd started to pick it up. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, for sure. I think we started started the year rough. I think uh, we we had you know some different different scenarios and different reasons why we, we didn't have success in the first six games. But over the last eight games. Uh, you know, we were trending the right way. Our shots, shots against were way down. Shots for were up. Our special teams were making improvements. And I think that just the overall work ethic and the guys' understanding of what we were trying to get out of them and, and how we needed to play a, as a team to, to have success was was starting to kick in. And, you know, it uh, obviously ended in a hurry the other day. And, uh, you know, now it's about moving forward and, and uh, just uh, – you know, finding finding happiness and, and letting it go. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting to me because of the timing, right? Like, uh, we're joined by Jason Smith, who was relieved of his duties in Kelowna a couple of days ago, former captain of the Edmonton Oilers. He spent years as an NHL assistant coach honing his craft and as a development guy as well. I, I mean, I just kind of look at it like, you know, they and Bruce can do what he wants. He's got an excellent talent evaluator that I think is the major reason why there's a couple reasons. Number one, you never really challenge getting kids to commit to going there because it's a good place to play. And then Lauren Fry is an excellent talent evaluator over the years. So they've had, they've, and they used to not trade a lot of guys. Like they, they always had guys that were, they had continuity with their program. Um, but they have had a lot, a lot of coaches now over the last several years, Jason. And then the timing, like to bring in Adam Foote. And Adam Foote was a great NHL hard-nosed, a lot like you. Very similar hard-nosed, defensive, shutdown defenseman, a leader. But he hasn't had an extensive high-level coaching background. And then the timing of which is, you know, as you're about to play Swift Current, who are awful this year. It's like guaranteed win night. I mean... 
If you got a homecoming game, that's who you bring in this year because, let's face it, Manny Viveros and Swift sold the farm last year. So that timing seemed a little bit suspicious. But I'm, you say you want to move on, so obviously you, you harbor no ill resentment towards uh, Bruce, especially given the fact that Kelowna is hosting the Memorial Cup next year, Jason. Yeah, no, like I said, I mean, uh, been around the game uh, long enough to understand, I think, the relationship uh, I had with Bruce, him giving me an opportunity to come here and be a head coach was, you know, was an outstanding experience. Uh, didn't end the way I would have liked to, but, you know, Bruce and Lauren uh, are, you know, are quality people. And, you know, I, I understand the business uh, side of it. Been around enough where I know that owners and, and general managers make decisions based on what they believe. And, you know, now it's about uh, taking in the information and kind of, you know, reflecting back and in moving forward i think uh i've always done that whether it was as as a player or you know as a young player in the league learning from from challenges and trades and and moving on and and developing and getting better and this is the same type of thing i'm going to take this experience and you know process the information and, and uh come out and be a better person and be a better coach uh wherever that opportunity may come about. Former Oiler captain Jason Smith joining us in Oilers now. Jason, what was the, you know, the game has clearly changed. Uh, I think we can agree on that. Over the past two-plus seasons that you spent in Kelowna, what was the one thing you noticed in terms of, the, uh, you know, how much the game's evolved? Well, I think just the skill level and, and probably the, the ability to play the game fast and you have to have players that can skate. I think... Uh, the quality of players that can skate are no longer just, you know, your top six forwards. Now, teams that that have the most success have, you know, deep lineups and have players that can all skate and can all uh, contribute in lots of different ways. Whether you're, you know, an offensive guy or a guy that can be relied on for faceoffs and, and be a defensive guy, you still have to be able to skate to be able to keep up with the pace of play and. And uh, get around the rink. You, uh, you know, you were with New Jersey and Toronto before coming to Edmonton, and it worked out for you here in Edmonton. You went plus fifteen year career. The Oilers were not always a playoff team during those days, but they were pretty competitive. It was only the last year that you were here, you know, six oh seven, when the team lost, you know, basically all our good forwards for the final twenty five or thirty games, uh, uh, and were banged up on defense as well. That you had the tough year plus minus wise. Um, but you did bounce around with a couple organizations. And is there a lesson for Oilers fans, especially with young defensemen, just in terms of how long it takes those guys to develop? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think lear- learning the game at the National League level and defending is is about the experience, about you know, learning the players, uh, learning you know certain ways to defend certain guys in every situation. I think... As a young defenseman, you might have been a guy that was an offensive guy in junior or in college. And to be able to defend and, and be a contributor in that league, there's only a few guys that adapt and become very strong, stable players right away. It's about the maturity process and learning positioning and managing the exertion and the work you're doing to get the best out of what your skill set is. I think, you know, all, out of all the years I, I played playing with, you know, a guy like Scotty Stevens and Chris Pronger, 
Scotty Niedermeyer, those players played the game as good with the mind as they did with the body. It's not always about going a million miles an hour. It's about learning the position and how to be in the right spot to help your team out every time you're on the ice. Jason, I know we spoke earlier today, uh, just as the Oilers' practice was taking place, and uh, you, you're, you're, you love hockey. You're a hockey fan. I know you watched the game last night between Pittsburgh and Edmonton. How awesome was that? And, uh, I mean, it's obviously Sidney Crosby, Sidney Crosby, and you played against him, man. You were in Philly when, uh, in fact, I think that was the year that, uh, if I recall correctly, that, that Joffrey Lupel uh, got a got a hat-trick in a six-point game against Crosby, and uh, Ben Eager made the mistake of picking a fight with Gary Roberts, but because uh, I think you were the Flyers' captain that season. So you know about Sidney Crosby because you played against him. The Oilers have Connor McDavid now. It's a pretty special time, isn't it? Oh, it's it's amazing. I think, you know, just getting a chance to watch the games and, you know, you see the speed of these players, but of the young players, but you see how consistent a player like like Crosby is and, and how efficient he is getting around the rink, uh, his knowledge of the game and the way he executes on, on a daily basis. It's a special time for, for the league. I think you look at all the elite players in that league and what they bring on a regular basis to, to their teams is uh, as, as good as it's ever been. I think the quality of players from top to bottom is as probably elite as it's ever been in that league. And, you know, I guess i got some more time where I can kick back and watch some NHL hockey now that I don't have to, to uh, worry about my own team. All right. Well, I'm sure you'll be right back at it shortly. Uh, we're going to reach out to you again here, Jason, a couple months, see how you're doing, okay? For sure. Thanks again. Thanks for the call. Yeah, you bet. That is Jason Smith, the former captain of the Emmett Tillers. Man, he handled that well. I mean, takes a, takes an interview less than 48 hours of being relieved of his duties in Kelowna. They're playing for a Memorial Cup in a year and a half. I mean, that's... in And that market is a plum market in the Western Hockey League. Bruce Hamilton, I cannot... You know, the Oilers and the Flames might own the Hitmen and, and the Oil Kings. Bruce has got the power in that league. Okay, but they've gone through a bunch of coaches here. I know Ian Herbers was in there back in 2015, and the Oilers ended up scooping Ian from uh, the U of A for a three-year run. And I think there's been, you know, they're now on their third uh, head coach since uh, Ian interviewed for that or met with Bruce or had the conversation with Bruce. Still, I mean, you know what, Brent, I'm going to bring you in because you're a BC guy. Um, Kelowna is Kelowna. I spend roughly... 10 days a year there every uh, August. Love it. It's a great place. They usually have really good teams. But the timing of what happened here does look a little bit... If you're looking from it from afar, um, you might be going, okay, so what you're telling me here is Jason Smith, who worked his way up and you brought him in to coach the team, he won 45 and 43 games for you. You knew you were going to rebuild. And then... You decide to fire him and bring in a guy who's never been a head coach at that level. Granted, a guy that was an excellent NHL defenseman whose son happens to be on the team. I have no doubt in my mind that Adam Foote can be a good hockey coach. Yeah, However, yeah. Right. of course, the timing of this. And even to me, the, even to do it before the game against Swift Current, because you knew you were, they were going to beat Swift Current. 
I, I really can't get behind that. I'm a Kamloops product anyway, so already I've got a bone to pick with the Kelowna Rockets. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to see that and to see it happen to a guy like Jason Smith, who you mentioned, really sowed his oats and and uh, kind of forged a good path with that team. What number did you it. wear in ball hockey, by the way? I, wear, I currently wear 21. As why, was, why is that? So when I was growing up, my dad always compared me to the defensive defenseman of, of Jason Smith, as a matter of fact. So uh, he's kind of, he's been my inspiration for that and, and my style of play and, and and so maybe I do take it a little bit personally in addition to the Cantaloupe's Kelowna rivalry when I see that happen to somebody. But again, I don't want to take anything away from Adam Foote because I think that could be good too. Yeah. But don't tell me there wasn't politics involved in that. Uh, all right. Of note, uh, I wore number 10. There was this guy named Guy. You may have heard of him. And then later on wore number 11, a uh, guy named Mark. But uh, truth of the matter is I played a lot more like Pat Boutet. I share a birthday with Guy Lafleur as a matter oh, of fact. Oh, you do? I do. Here, when, what is September? What September twentieth. There yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah. There we go. Uh, you've been to Thurso. You've never been to Thurso, Quebec. No. Lots of guys from Ontario have been to Hull because the uh, bars are open up later, and the drinking age is one year uh, younger. Oh boy. <laughs> See, my attitude when it comes to the drinking age, Alberta's got it right. If they can send you off to war, you should be able to have a drink. If you can vote, you should be able to have a drink. Should be 18, man. That's all there is to it. You're an adult at 18. 122 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 125. Let's go to our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Heartland Ford, just 20 minutes from downtown Edmonton, out in the thriving metropolis of Fort Saskatchewan. As I mentioned, over 200 texts on Ed Whalen. Most of them say things like this. In the meantime and in between time, classic. Or, we got a malfunction at the junction. Uh, Money talks, Ed Whalen. That, of course, was the uh, comment from J.R. Foley back in the day. So there you go. Uh, More texts coming in. Uh, Stoffer, you're saying that you should be an adult at 18. Most aren't from Jim. Jim, are you saying you weren't an adult at 18? I know I wasn't the most mature guy at 18 or 50-something either. It's all good. If they can send you to war, you should be able to drink. Sorry. There you go. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at orders now. Um... <laughs> I can't read that text, but thank you. Out of Edmonton, I agree with you. Uh, Bob, Have you speaking of uh, players out of the Western Hockey League, uh, have you seen or talked to scouts about Prince Albert Raiders defenseman uh, Brendan, is it Brendan Gooley or Caden Gooley? Caden Gooley. Brendan's the one that's in Buffalo. I've been watching him this year as a 16-year-old. He's already looking really good. He skates and can transition the puck. Uh, the kid is going to be a stud for years. Well, we talked about Prince Albert last week. Do you know what their record is now? They're 13-1. and one. Remember we mentioned Brett Leeson? Craig Button has him now in the top 40. So he's a 19-year-old. He's now in the top 40, scored two more goals last night. One of them was unbelievable. Uh, walked a guy off the half boards, ripped job shelf. He's leading the Western Hockey League in goals. He's got 13 goals, 30 points, plus 23 in 14 games. Uh, Jason Greger's nephew, Noah Greger, is playing his 20-year-old year there. He's with the... Um, or was drafted by the San Jose Sharks. Um, of course, Mark Hapscheid's coaching that team. Dave Manson used to be the uh, coach of the D there. They are a talented squad. They are on f- plus 23 in 14 games. Bob Torrey had Brett Leeson with Tri-Cities, made a move. 
And uh, right now, it's working out for PA. That's pretty good. How are, I got to ask, Eric Thurston is coaching, where is he? Is he in Whitecourt? Drayton Valley. Drayton Valley. How's Drayton Valley doing? They're not doing great. They're not doing great? Crusaders have them tonight on home ice. If you want to come check that out, Sherwood Park Arena. I'll but, be watch- uh, Sorry, I'll be watching the Leafs and the Jets. Oh, yeah, as most will, I'm sure. But yeah, You're calling that game tonight? You betcha on Hockey TV. There we go. Good stuff. So Sherwood Park got off. Did, did, I thought uh, Drayton Valley won the first couple. Did they not? And they've only won one game since, as a matter of fact. So they're uh, they're sitting in the basement of the North Division. All right. Well, uh, Eric, uh, baby steps, baby. Uh, as for Sherwood Park, they're going pretty good, right? They are. They uh, they split the home and home with the uh, Spruce Grove Saints. That was the first meetings of the year, and they are currently third in the North Division and uh, and trending in the right direction. They got a good squad. Well, all right, there you go. Uh, and how can people access these broadcasts that you work on? Uh, you just punch in uh, hockeytv.com and then you get a search bar, basically. You can watch a lot of different hockey leagues in that one, but uh, obviously search the AJHL and it brings it up for you. Awesome stuff. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Back with Kurt Hill, the GM of the Evans and Oil Kings, and more of your text, tweets, and emails. Emails? Well, we don't do emails anymore. Texts and tweets and orders now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.